Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Yes, J-Doc, CJ, and V, the gorilla. They call us alternative, yeah, cause we ain't vanilla. We got the hard-hitting facts coming out that manila. Fold the truth in the media's afraid of the realists. Check the statement of the deep state. Yeah, they faked it. Mainstream news pulled the cover up as sacred. Everybody hates it, but who's the one to face it? It's rogue news to expose truth to the nation. Yo, who are the ones that are not afraid to speak the truth? Educate the youth, exposing lies and who they listen to. Hey, they want to call collusion, you ain't got the proof. Who? A lot of people lying now, but what they got to lose? Yeah, but we're not like that. Only interested in facts. Making sure we get it right on the trust of the mass. Population's only strong when liberty's intact. And it's a wise man said if it's not, it'll last. It was George Washington, by the way. Good morning, everyone. It's the one and only V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live with my main man, CJ, also known as the master of the flux capacitor. We're bringing you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Rogue News. Rogue News is everywhere you want us to be on every single podcasting app known to humanity. If you don't find us as Rogue News, you can check our old moniker, which is Rogue Money. And also, guys, check out our sponsors. Um, of course, CBD, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com. Whether you want to infuse your life with the deliciousness of a white chocolate pecan almond truffle, which is devilishly delicious, or you perhaps want a soothing cup of CBD-infused coffee, you find the place to be mycbdedibles.com where you can get all this deliciousness and make it happen. CJ, are we running any specials? We sure are, V. Right now we have the absolutely delicious white chocolate coconut pecan truffles that are just, Damn. they're absolutely my favorite. So, uh, I and, I, and I guarantee it that once you have one, you'll, you'll probably... You'll probably have the second one and the third one and the fourth one, but it's it's really good stuff. You know, the the, the best quality, the best ingredients. Uh, you can't beat it. I love it. That's fantastic. In fact, I'm gonna order me some, folks. Again, mycbdedibles.com, 99.99% pure CBD isolate, the best there is, third party verified. Everything's measured in terms of what you're gonna be getting in terms of a CBD dose per serving, uh, and it's the best way to take your CBD without the harshness of the oil, which can be harsh for some people. Uh, with that being said, also check out RemainCom.net, RemainCom.net, whether you're facing collections issues or whatnot, let these guys kick the collectors in the nuts. Or if you don't have any collections issues, you just need money for business funding, for personal uh, funding, whatever the heck it is. Maybe you want to start up a business. Maybe you want to invest. Maybe whatever whatever the heck it is you want to do, RemainCom.net will make it happen for you. Uh, get up to 800, folks. Again, this is depending upon you know a 680's credit score. Based upon whatever your credit score is, it's got to be at least, it's got to be good. And uh, you got to have a job. You can't be sitting around homeless and expecting them to get money here. Okay. 
So, um, um, you know, whether you want to start a business or whatnot, you can get up to 800K, 800,000, 800, 800,000 un- unsecured, unsecured. And that is pretty freaking phenomenal. You can't beat that with a stick. Also, guys, uh, check out the CryptoSchool.io. The CryptoSchool.io uh, new website is in tow. It's being developed version 3.0. It's going to blow your socks away and be A-OK. Wait till you see it. You won't believe it. But for now, go to the CryptoSchool.io. Make it happen for yourself. Learn how to trade cryptos. Learn how to profit from the up and down volatile market. Learn how to do it safely and effectively without losing everything. And, uh, folks, look, holding is is... It's not a strategy. Being dogmatic and holding one coin is not a strategy for anything. It's ridiculous. So learn how to hold, um, you know, get get real things to hold. Okay, get some real stuff. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so check it out. Remain the crypto school that I And with that all out of the way, CJ, what's crack a lacking, bro? What's going on? Hey, man. Good morning. Uh, doing great. Hope all, hope our listeners are doing well. It is the midweek. And uh, no, just no. It, it's it's interesting right now. It's 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 a lot of great stuff happening. It was very interesting to watch uh, Moon and Um come together and uh, Moon and Um. Yeah, yeah. So to come together and talk about uh, you, you know denuclearizing the peninsula. You know, come together, putting out that they're going to making a bid for the Summer Olympics, and I believe in twenty thirty two. Yeah. So it's it's very yeah. interesting to watch this unfold. So a huge win for peace. Yep, yep, yep. And you want to know something? It's um the, the yeah, London Paul, okay. London Paul sent me a, a video uh, of on the street cell phone video. Uh, I don't know how he got it. You know, Paul's got his sources, but it's literally uh, of uh, of Moon and Un cruising down the street in Seal, okay, in a limo. You know, you know, just chilling. They were just like in a limo. They were, the roof was, the sunroof was open. They were both standing up, waving at the crowds. It was pretty awesome, you know. So that's good. I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that they're they're moving forward to getting things done in spite of the uh, whatever the heck is going on with the U.S. Because uh, it's like the, the the crap show here just doesn't end, CJ. The drama for your mama never ends over here. Um, hey, you know what's hilarious about the whole thing? Of course, uh, Lindsey Graham goes on national TV. Well, I'm very skeptical about this. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you are, buddy. Oh, God, I'm very skeptical. Yeah, because yeah, Lindsey Graham's such a great statesman. He he knows. And I guarantee, you, if your boyfriend wasn't dead, he'd be right there with you. Absolutely. What's going on? <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe Megan McCain can step in for her dad and start questioning all this uh, non. Uh, military events un- unfolding that are actually a big win for humanity. Yeah, it is. Well, maybe she's uh, just like her dad, and she's probably completely irked and unhinged by the fact that people are actually getting along and resolving issues and disputes and problems. We've got a lot of problems to fix, guys. We've got a lot of work cut out for ourselves. Um, the, I, I want to do a show also with, yeah. with Paul. Maybe you know some some people as well, because... There's a lot in the media right now with, um, you know, regarding China and specifically talking about and, and trust me, I know China is not a, a perfect uh, nation state, but specifically that they're they're burning crosses and they're they're purging out Christianity and, you know, all this stuff about their social. I get I get their crackdown on society as far as like social media and everything like that. But be very interesting to get some takes and perspectives of, 
either people who have lived there for a while and everything, because there's just so much, you know, disinformation. There's I watched a, a YouTuber the other day talk about how now the cabal has aligned with China, uh, that China is part of the new world order and they're going to take over and be this dominant thing. There's just so much disinformation out there. So just, just getting the truth out there regarding China, uh, the one belt, one road, um, all these things, you know, they're, they're talking about they're enslaving Africa with debt and their, their goals. <laughs> control. You, you've heard all this stuff. Yeah, before, right? you know, it, it, the, the, this is a little tool bag, right? He's a little tool bag. He runs a channel called China Uncensored. And, uh, and I sit there uh, and I oftentimes like, you know, put my hand to my uh, almost like I always face palm myself just watching some of the stuff this guy does. I mean, I just watch it for entertainment reasons only. Uh, I don't think anything that he says at face value. The guy really doesn't know what the hell he's talking. He's such a propagandist. It's disgusting. Um, absolutely disgusting. China's loans to Africa, they know they're not going to get paid back. You know, that's not the point of it. And I think London Paul eloquently you know, stated that the last time he was here. And we'll gladly have Paul on to explain to you the reasons why China's development. And even Harley tells you. These are, look, these are people that are actually close to the Silk Road. They're actually, you know, that knows individuals that are there rather than some western propagandist youtube channel um it's not like like i was watching he's like oh look at what chinese do the africa what the hell is western powers have done to africa i mean my god what are the <laughs> strapping them i mean we've had john perkins on the the economic hitman we got to get i gotta get him back on again john perkins the economic hitman and one of the things that John always says is like, hey, man, you know, one of the things we've done is we literally go there. We make it impossible, you know, these impossible terms for any sort of loan. When they default on the debt, we collect them. We, we, we you know, collateralize all their resources. We take control of everything. And if they don't give it over to us, we, we just go ahead and assassinate them or topple the government. It's the same playbook. And China's giving out loans knowing that they're not going to be paid back, but they understand that there's a lot of development here for their companies to profit and to come out with mutually beneficial trade agreements where they understand, yeah, this is going to be a, 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 a loss leader, this loan package. But what we can make up for in terms of sales, in terms of money being generated from the sale of strategic metals and, 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 and valuable resources is going to eclipse whatever loan we give them. Okay, so, so they're playing it smart. They, they understand that. There's no, they're, oh, they're straddling them with debt. Oh, look, look what's happening in Malaysia. The biggest thing is this. What's happening in Malaysia is pretty interesting, right? Because Malaysia is a, a very vital part of a corridor that China needs. And China needs this energy corridor because 90 some odd percent of the energy that's coming out of the Middle East that goes to China happens to go through a corridor that Malaysia is a vital intersect point for. And that corridor is the Malacca Strait. Okay. So they need to have the Malacca Strait free-flowing as much as possible. That's why China's been building up a military bases in the South China Seas, because they understand that if the U.S. Navy wanted to blockade the Malacca Strait, China's screwed energy-wise. They will literally stop. Their economy will crash. Their military can't move. They will literally come to a halt. Okay? So it's vital for them to keep it going. So they have given Malaysia loans, and they've always been willing to work with Malaysia to get these done. So what has happened is the spin is, look, the, 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 the China's given loans... But the problem is, many of the, uh, the the previous administration in Malacca, I'm sorry, in in, in Malaysia, has been very uh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Corrupt. Yeah, corrupt. Yep. Okay. So what's happening is the loans that China's giving the Malaysians, the corrupt former prime minister or president of Malaysia, was spending it on his own stuff. 
he was buying himself homes, building himself, you know, this, and he went on a spending spree, right? I mean, it was poorly spent, poorly planned, and, and these were things that were given for infrastructure. Malaysia's done jack with it, and now because they've done nothing with it to create these infrastructure businesses in order to generate income, in order to pay back some of these loans, and now the loans come due, and the infrastructure that should have been built and the project that should have been done that should have been producing income is not there. And China's like, uh, okay, well, now, now all of a sudden, uh, the this new uh, prime minister who's taking power over there, he doesn't want to like completely eliminate China as being spun by idiots like uh, the you know the the you know some of these YouTubers and some of these other people who don't know what the hell they're talking about. He never said that. The the current president of uh, uh the newly elected uh, uh president who was an old school guy who got reelected again. Don't ask me what his name is. I don't know. I don't care. There's certain you know certain names I can't pronounce. It, it is what it is, right? But the current guy, oh shit! I'm just gonna go ahead and pull him up, CJ. Go See for what they'll make you. Well, okay, and the only we reason, I, the only reason I'm going down this conversation be is obviously because we know the heavy hand, or maybe that's not the proper the, the influence that North and South will specific, specifically have with China. You know, we're already witnessing a little bit with Russia in terms of the. Uh, gas line uh, that's going to be developed between the north and the south. But my gosh, we have spent the past 16, perhaps 20 odd years, like living in fear, right? I mean, it's what they do best, you know, you know, during, during the, uh, the cold war, right? Fear of a Russian invasion, you know, then, then the, the nine 11 and, you know, terrorists are always waiting at our doorstep and everything. And, and now it's pivoting. And, and I think that we just need to be mindful that as we, as we have these discussions that they leverage fear. That's what they do. It's what they do best to put fear in the minds of the American people that we have to fear the Russians are interfering in our elections. We have to fear the Chinese are out to take over the world. I mean, we have to be much smarter than that and really assess things, really assess things properly to determine. I mean, I can't remember the last time that that Russia or, or, or China has has bombed a sovereign country. Uh, I can't remember the last time that they've been in, in, invaded. I mean, there was a little thing with Crimea, but you know that was that was several years ago. And I think for the most part, Crimea was part of Russia at one time. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, B. <laughs> um, so we can't live in this perpetual state of fear, and that's what they're out to do. They're out to you know you know manipulate our minds to get us to think that our our enemies are at our doorstep. We have to constantly live in this situation of fear. V. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, the whole thing is this, man. The outgoing, um, the outgoing president. I, I don't even know what the guy's name is. Anyway, they they just want the the the, com- the incoming party. They just want to reevaluate the loans, reevaluate the structures. That's all what's said. But it's somehow spun in Western media that oh, China's been given. You know, China's playing the old role of the IMF by handing out and doling out loans that it knows that nobody could repay. That's BS. They're literally giving them loans with practically zero interest. Okay, so it, it's 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 not like the IMF. Here's the loan. Here's 29% interest, and if you don't pay it back, we're taking your entire water utilities infrastructure. You know? It's, that's not what's happening. So they're going to spend that. The other thing they're going to spend is this. China slaughtering Christians. They're crucifying them upside down. They're purging them. What the hell are you talking about? It's not even happening. But you'll have the evangelical wackos. The persecution of Christians in China is very real. You can't. No. China's beef with Christians. China doesn't have any. In fact, look. 
there is a there's more Christians in China right now than there is probably in America at this point. What? What are you talking about, V? What are you talking about? There are probably more Christians in China than there is in the United States. Let me just Google this real quick. Okay, Christians in China. It's going to come up with all those recent articles about burning crosses and... <laughs> Oh, of course, of course. Christianity cracked down. Government destroys 7,000 crosses. Burns out. Yeah, this is from the Express. Right, China shuts down prominent Christian church. Chinese communists burn crosses, Bibles, and force Christians to sign papers. This is from the Christian Post. The Chinese communist officials have been burning Bibles and forcing Christians to sign papers, renouncing their faith as part of the ongoing crackdown on religion. <sighs> China aid <laughs> President Bob Fu whose group monitors persecution of believers in the world's most populous country, shared the last week on Twitter a video captured by activists that depicts burning of Bibles. CCP starts burning the Bibles and crosses in Henan. Last time burning Bibles campaign happened in the 1960s by dictator Chairman Mao's wife, Zhang King, in Shanghai. She was arrested in 76. But Christians grew to the millions. will never be successful, Fu wrote. Okay, so... So the she has such BS, man. Okay, it was a Chinese pilgrims call for prayers. Yeah, and you see, it's everywhere. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's everywhere, and so I'm, like, we've had people. Police and authorities in Henan China raided a Christian church at the break of dawn. Okay, religious leaders in China's campaign against Christians intensifies. Officials in central China are increasing pressure on unregistered religious groups and religious centers, including churches and Christians. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna explain this whole thing to you guys. Observers say Chinese President Xi Jinping aims to control the growth and spread of Christianity in his country. China's government tightly controls the activity of religious groups. <laughs> Jonathan Liu is a clergyman of the Chinese Christian Fellowship of Righteousness. Liu lives in the United States. His group has offices in San Francisco. Liu told the VOA. China's campaign against Christians and their churches has intensified in the Henan province since August. He has said the four churches in Nanyang City were raided this month. Liu said people with ties to Chinese churches have told him that many unidentified police and local government officials were involved in the raids. He said they showed up at the churches without search warrants from the court. The unidentified First of all, you can't show up to any place in China without a search warrant from a court. That's bullshit. Unidentified police and local officials were said to have removed religious symbols such as crosses, covered up signs, hung on walls, and they also damaged Steve's church property. This is one province in China. Okay? One province in China. Watch this. More Christians Christian life in China. Okay, so here's the deal. There's a lot of pro-evangelical, pro-Western slant um, you know, stuff that's happening in uh, 
you know, you, you know, that's happening in, in China. Now, what happens is this, okay? Why does see Christianity is a pretty relatively new religion in China. China's still trying to define it. So China treats Christianity the same way that it treats every other religion and it's in its borders. The same way it treats Buddhism and everything. Hey man, we just want to know who you are. Just register with the government. That's all you gotta do. Just just register. You gotta be official. You gotta why? Let's let's not be, you know, let's not neglect the truth here. How many times has willingly or unwillingly, knowingly or unknowingly, how many times has religious organizations been used by Western intelligence operations? Boom. How many times have we heard religious organizations being used as vehicles to foment government unrest, to foment populations against the government? How many times has that happened? Right? How many times have I mean let's be honest here, the, the you know there, there's been a, a great history of 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 religious organizations, quote unquote, missionary work. Why do you think that certain certain countries in the world are kind of suspicious of they got no beef with Christians? They really don't. But when they have a Christian group, like in Henan, the church, and that church is connected to some Christians rights organization, which is based in where? San Francisco, California. And you have Christian Rights Watch. Headed up by some guy named Bob Fu. And Bob Fu's organizational business is to actually show this type of crap. Oh, look at the persecution that's happening. And then go to American churches to circle jerk into tears the American congregations that are out there. So the American congregations are already pouring tens of millions of dollars into these useless churches. We'll go ahead and give Bob Fu and Kung Fu and Chung Fu and chop suey tens of thousands of dollars in order to go help uh, the Chinese Christians. But what they don't realize is that the 99.9% of the money that Bob Fu inherits or gets or gets, you know, gets from donations from American dupes goes into his pocket. I can I cannot tell you the amount of times I've literally talked and discovered how these missionaries are working. Going into some look, the easiest thing you can do as a missionary is 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 going into these places, training the local people, then letting the local people do their thing. But that's not what's happening. You are having tens of thousands of dollars doing the gospel work. Fine, great, wonderful. I'm all for it. God bless you. But what's also happening, there's also a nefarious aspect to the quote unquote missionary stuff. The nefarious aspect is this there is governmental deep state agents that are implanted oftentimes in these NGOs and or stooges that are useful idiots to begin with, okay? And they're used to foment separatist movements. That's the biggest beef with China. Now, you might ask yourself, oh my God, they're causing them. They're causing them to register with the government. Folks, there's no ban on the Bible in China. 
There's no ban on anything, John. Talk to any... because Look, there are tens of millions of Chinese. Tens of millions of Chinese. Probably hundreds of millions at this point. That identifies as Christian. I mean, there's literally, a, 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 a in the last 40 years, a, 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 a massive revival Of, of, of Protestant evangelical Christianity in China. In fact, it's been so rampant, it's been growing at 10% per annum. Per annum. 10% a year. Year over year over year. Do, folks, do you realize this? By 2025, the rate of growth in Christianity, China will have the largest population of Christians in the entire world. <gasps> what? I mean, think, let, let that sit there. By 2025 or 2030, most experts are saying within that range, 2025 or 2030. So in other words, not that far away, China will have the largest population of Christians in the entire planet. Wow. So why the hell would they want to mess it up? They don't have a problem with Christianity. They got a problem with Westernized Christianity. You see, wherever you go, you can kind of tell this. And I, you know, I traveled a little bit. You know, I go, I, I went to some places in, in Southeast Asia, and I've seen it with certain ethnicities. You, you, they have their own brand of Christianity. They believe in the gospel. They believe in the Bible. They believe in Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. They believe in, you know, all that. But how they speak and what they do is uniquely culturally identified with them it's not americanized do you get what i'm saying that's that's the beauty of christianity it's 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 real christianity mm -hmm. it takes on a local flavor it's not like in islam where you're like going to like uh west bumble hoo-ha alabama some guy named bob smith decides to change his name from bob smith to uh uh, uh babu abar al al shahid and now he's dressed like a a, a saudi uh a saudi sheik walking around you know Mm -hmm. Got the beard going, and not, not, everywhere Islam goes, they all look Arabic. I mean, dude, you, you Chinese, why you look Arabic, dude? You white, why you look Arabic? Yo, you black, why you dress like a, uh, a, 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 you know, an Arabic? What, what, what's, what's going on with you? But you go to, you go to like, you know, where there's a unique local flavor. It's unique to them. So Christians in India are very Indian. Christians in China are very Chinese, right? They got the lingo, the whole nine yards. So they don't want, okay, they have no problem. They got no beef with it. Now, The um, they just want to make sure, man, that okay, they're not putting anemones at the gates, just like the Uyghurs. Uyghurs are all you know in the region, the far western regions and provinces of uh of China. You have the, the Uyghurs that were acting up. This is an Islamic group. They're becoming radicalized. How? 
later on it's been divulged. Yeah, it was being radicalized by the CIA. So what did the Chinese do? The Chinese came down. They ra- they they clamped down on the Uyghurs, threw a bunch of them in the, in, in, into internment camps. So I mean, that's the whole entire thing. Anybody, you know, you know, they're not. People say, well, there's limitations on this, limitations on that. Um, can you call it limitations, or can you call it, you know, whatever? Right? I mean, there's, there's. You talk to somebody who goes to a an official rubber stamp Chinese Christian church. You ask them, "Hey, do you, do you have like government minders hanging out in there?" It's like, no. And I talk to like guys who've been on missionary trips to China. Like, oh yeah, we have to. When they find out we're coming from America, we're, we're it's like we're being phone tapped and people are following us around. Yeah, because they don't trust you. You're American. Why would they trust you? They think you're a spy. They think you're you, you, you have a potential espionage. Who knows? You can be telling them to revolt against the government. That's all the Chinese government care about. They just want to stay in power, just like any other government. And they don't have listening devices in your house. So my whole thing is like, you know, you, you go to your church, whatever, you do your religious ceremony, they got no problem with it. You go, you go home, you believe what the hell you want to believe. So they're going to take one little issue in one province and then blow it out of proportion. Chances are it's not a government-recognized church. They don't know what's going on in there. They don't know if any quote-unquote missionaries were there. We don't know the whole fact. So to take one thing and to fit in the thing, because we've been conditioned to to always view China under the bubble of, of the atheistic, communistic, uh, you know, uh, uh, evil, you know, whatever. They're enterprising capital. If they're so, CJ, if they're so damn atheistic, if they're so anti-religious, why, why, why aren't they right now? If they hate Christianity so much, don't you think they'd be like rounding up Christians left and right? Don't you think that Christians would be in concentration camps? Don't you think they'd be persecuting Christians? You think China cares more about Christianity, you dummies, or do they care about making money? What do they? What, what What do you think China cares more about? Making money. They got no problem with Christians being in China, as long as the Christians are are, are helping to make the money. That's all they care about. They care about wealth. As long as they, ain't, you, you you know you're not causing any problems. You're helping the rest of us make money. You own businesses. I own businesses. We're in a, They're not that crazy, you know, communistic anymore. They're they're very mercantile. And you're not going to get this unless you see it from the eyes of the Chinese. To understand China with Western glasses, you're going to miss it, man. You're really going to miss it. They got no beef with Christianity. If they did, they wouldn't allow it that in the in the next five years, Christian they're going to have the largest population of Christians on the entire planet. Why would they have a beef with Christianity? And they know that you know the more you persecute Christians, the more they proliferate. They don't want to persecute Christians. They don't want to do that. They just want to hey, you know, we just want to verify you are who you say you are. They're like, well, V, well, you know, the government says they got to like uh, you know take out certain portions of the Bible. And uh, they have to like uh, translate it. So automatically, when people say that, and you see, you read articles in, in Western media that says there are three entities that are monitoring Christian uh, uh, doctrine in China, and they they have to make sure that uh, 
that the, the leaders that are appointed to these churches are not saying the wrong thing. The automatic knee-jerk reaction to the average American evangelical who would have a knee-jerk reaction to everything, a knee-jerk reaction that, you know, that Israel is God's chosen state and blah, 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 and we must die for Israel and, and uh, China's evil, blah, 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 blah. What they don't realize is this. Nowhere is the, so the American reaction is, oh, the, the Chinese are forcing the Christians to deny the lordship of Jesus Christ. That's the automatic subconscious reaction. But that's not what's happening. Chinese are not denying that if a person wants to believe that Jesus Christ is their personal Lord and Savior, that he's the God of the universe, okay, that, you know, Chinese ain't doing nothing to deny that. What they're looking for in verbiage with the messages and the preaching is an anti-government slant. That's what they're worried about. They're worried about, hey, are you, you know, they have no problem render unto Caesar that which is Caesar, render unto God that which is God. They got a problem if the preacher got up there and said, hey, listen, you know what, uh, you know, uh, uh, next year, the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square, let's, let's go ahead and start protesting the government and... Uh, 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 you know, let, let, let's let's make a big stink about it. They got a problem with that. But if you're up there saying that Jesus Christ is uh, is God of the world and uh, you know He's your personal Lord and Savior, that in order for you to be saved, you got to believe in Christ, they don't have a beef with that. Why? Because you know they treat the the Muslims. They you know they're they're, they're Islamic uh, uh, mosques there that are not non Uyghur mosques. They got no problem with. They got Catholic churches in China. They got no problem with them. They got Buddhists in China. They got no problem with them. They got Christians in China. They got no problem. They got Protestants in China. They got no problem with them. They got Jains in China. They don't got no problem. They got Hindus in China. They got no problem with them. They got Zoroastrians in China. They got no problem. They got Shintoists and and Taoists in China. They got Jews in China. They got no problem with them. Did you know that? Did you know there was actually Jews in China? Got no problem with them. So be careful how this whole entire thing plays out, man. That you know that that's that you know that, that that's what people need to understand. Just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Don't don't have the knee jerk reaction to this crap. It really is. Anyway, hope that clears it up, Siege. Excellent, excellent. Yes. So, let us uh, talk about the, the time that we have. Yeah, you take it where you want to go, bro. Whichever one you pick. It. Uh, let me see here. You know, I can talk about the government spending. Or I could talk about what do you want to talk about, man? That's your call. Hmm. Let me see here. I'm I'm looking at this. All right. So anyway, so yesterday, CJ, I don't know if I got a chance to talk about it or not, but uh, Trump's going to release the unredacted text messages between Strzok and all these other people and all the schmuckety schmucks and the muckety mucks that are involved in the cover up. And uh, yesterday, it was uh, Project Veritas who did a, a, a expose. James O'Keefe went undercover. His investigators, once again, exposed extreme left-wing act- activists pursuing a progressive agenda within a position of power. This time, infiltrating the State Department. O- O'Keefe's team has previously released undercover videos revealing radical leftists at Twitter, bragging about shadow-banning conservatives, Democratic operatives paid by the Clinton campaign engaging in voter fraud. CNN employees admitting that the Trump-Russia story was fake news and ratings bonanza and that the culture of anti-Trump bias in the New York Times. 
In his latest installment, Veritas met Stuart Karafka. Karafka, whatever. A State Department employee who is also a ranking member of the Metro D.C. Democrat Socialists of America, who is engaged in radical socialist political activity on the taxpayer's dime while actively advocating for resistance to official government policies. Uh, Mr. Carafa's loyalty seemed to be with the DSA, not his employer. Carafa told the undercover Project Veritas journalist that he performs DSA activism while at work for the State Department. He explained that he drafts DSA communications while on the job. Uh, and he also says, maybe someday I'll go uh, to board of elections jail, but probably not. I have nothing to lose. It's impossible to fire federal employees, Karafka said. Nobody knows about his activism. So all and more crap has come out, CJ. So, CJ, let me ask you this. Let's break this down real quick, right? Let's, make, let's break this down. All right. <laughs> okay, so James O'Keefe went to Twitter. And they found out that Twitter was shadow banning conservatives. Um, Siege, did anything come out of that? That when that expose of Twitter did, did did people at Twitter get fired? No, and gosh, no. No. Nothing, nothing came out of it. Then Project Veritas, taking the indignation of the American people, they've infiltrated CNN. And uh, caught on camera, the CNN miscreants saying that the whole Trump-Russia thing is just fake. It's fraud. It's ratings bonanza. It's and, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Van Jones has said, it's a big nothing burger. Big nothing burger. Did heads roll at CNN, CJ? Did people were people fired? Nope. Was there indignation or outrage? Nothing. Then James O'Keefe, wasting more of his time and precious resources, decided that wasn't enough. Twitter was not enough. The the CNN was not enough. He needs to go to the heart of the beast. And he infiltrates the New York Times. Catches on camera. That people in the New York Times. Talking about a culture of anti-Trump bias at the New York Times. What happened to the New York Times after that expose, CJ? Um, not a whole lot. Nothing. So now, now he is right now in the belly of the beast. He is in the heart of the swamp. And he is able to capture on video, undercover, a, a, a swamp denizen himself. A certain Stuart Carafa. Stuart. Stuart Carafa. Stuart Carafa, who says, F everything up, break everything, resist everything. Guy who says, I don't care, they can't fire me. A guy who flagrantly flaunts his position in the State Department. Actively engaged in the DSA USA, which is, uh, you'll be surprised how many members of Congress and the Senate are active, secret, in the closet members of this organization. They're a bunch of commie tripe. And then what happens, CJ? What do you think is going to happen with this one, CJ? You think you think Carafa is going to lose his job? No, nope. 
You think Jeffy know. Sessions is going to do anything to fire Carafa? Well, I mean, all he's, he's doing political activism at work is if I mean, at most, what's like an HR issue, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. He's breaking laws. There's actually, if you watch the video, he's actually breaking laws. The hacker laws, I think the, the Hackett law, the hash law, whatever the law it is, uh, you know, you can't be engaged in political activity while on the taxpayer's dime. But how many people do you think are doing that? I mean, there are. I, I, this is nothing new, right? I mean, no. we knew this shit was going on. I mean, exactly. Bullshit that keeps coming up every other day is shit we already knew. You know what I mean? Exactly. And get and 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 uh, is the American public, CJ? Are they are they rallying in the streets? Are they are they calling their congressmen and senators to to resign? Are they are they calling these media idiots? Uh, no, they're not doing anything. Nothing's happening. In fact, if you look at the ratings war, uh, CNN is actually picking up ratings all of a sudden. They're not, you know, they're not behind Yogi Bear on Nick at Night. They're actually picking up some ratings. Folks, this is what I'm saying. This is, you know, the I. Go ahead. They could have, they could have posted a video of Carafa raping a puppy. He still wouldn't lose his job. He, he just wouldn't. They're gonna post a video of 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 Karafka doing whatever the hell he wants to do. This is the whole point of this whole time. Nobody gives a rat's rear end. Why? Because we have such a normalcy bias, man. What's your thoughts, CJ? Well, no, I mean, I like James O'Keefe. I like Project Veritas, the work oh, so they've what? done. I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, but this is one of those that was specifically done for for clicks and views. And you know, you know, come support us. I mean, and, and to me, I just want to be careful they don't lose their credibility. And what you said is so true in regards to nothing happens. I mean, think about think back to the Planned Parenthood videos that James O'Keefe did when he had uh, senior management, you know, CEO level type positions where they're adamantly admitting to selling baby parts uh, from these aborted fetuses. And what happened, V? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The government just just doubled down on the funding of Planned Parenthood, both the yep. left and the right. So you're absolutely correct when you say that all this stuff gets uncovered and nothing happens. Nothing happens at all. Nothing happens at all, and nobody cares. At the end of the day. And the ones that do care, nothing happens. Nothing happens. But don't worry. Don't worry. Trust the plan. Trust Sessions. Ridiculous. And, see, tying into that, how about this one, Siege? How about this one for you? Unprecedented government spending spree picks up speed. The federal government is primed to spend as much as $300 billion, billion with a B, in the final quarter of fiscal 2018, as agencies rush to obligate money appropriated by Congress before the September 30th or to return it to the Treasury. A spending, spree is a, pro- a spending spree is a product of the omnibus, omnibus budget agreement signed six months late in March, coupled with funding increase of $80 billion for defense, $63 billion for civilian agencies, and the shortened time frame left procurement officials scrambling to find ways to spend money. Through August, defense and civilian agencies obligated some $300 billion in contracts. 
But to spend all the money appropriated to them by Congress, they may have to obligate well over $200 billion more in the final quarter of fiscal 2018, which ends in two weeks. It's not impossible for this to happen, but it's unprecedented for a high of a percentage to be obligated to contracts for a fiscal quarter. You'd have to spend almost 50% of the yearly total in three months, says David Burrow, uh, president of the Professional Services Council. And yet the federal government may do just that. So in other words, we, you got a little bit of a budget surplus, $300 billion. Rather than giving it back to the American taxpayer, rather than saying, hey, you know what, let's not go ahead and spend this. Let's just you know, put it back into the economy. Let's give it back to the private sector from whence it came because we had a bunch of blood-sucking parasites. We're going to go ahead and spend that. We're going to go ahead and spend it. <sighs> Dude, it, it, it's what's how is this different, Siege? How is this different? How, we're, we're still running on tri- tens of trillions in debt, man. Like, how is this different? Well, yeah, we complained, you know, that that Obama, you know, doubled the national debt, and I think that you know Trump is on pace to uh, to do the same thing. You know, Wolf Street has an article up in the past twelve months v. In just the past 12 months, that the government debt, as far as you know, has increased uh, by one almost a, a 1.5 trillion dollars, and that's you know that's under the the this Trump's guard. That's under his watch, and we've said it numerous times that it's it's the spending that that's an issue, right? It's the spending, and and the tax cuts that were put in place. What specifically happened with those? Those went directly towards you know the corporate buybacks and stock and played their stock price and we're seeing the 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 income the wealth disparity in this country grow even larger v day by day yep goes larger it goes larger round and round the debt clock it's like everybody's playing hot potato with, with the with the u.s debt everybody is playing hot potato and um there's so much crap going on. The Middle East stuff, I guess we'll cover it uh, the next day. And we're pretty much at the end of the show. Siege, what do we got going on today, man? Yeah, I released it yesterday, an interview with uh, Charles Hugh Smith. If, so if you haven't had a chance to do so, uh, go back to listen uh, to, to his interview. And then just kind of you know mapping some things out. Uh, just to give an update real quick on the censorship that's occurring uh, every one of our shows, V, now is automatically uh, demonetized, demonetized as soon as we put the title in. Like even before we go live or anything at all, it's uh, it's flagged saying unsuitable. And so we're 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 definitely on the radar. And um, you know, That's so we. <laughs> and we had one of our. This is the first time it ever happened where they reviewed because we you know they will do a manually manual review if you click that. Hey, I I I don't think that I you know violate anything here. It meets you know. Stand community standards, and for the first time, we had one of our videos that they reviewed, it and they said, "No, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't fit community uh, guidelines." So, so again, the what video was that? Man? Do you know which one? I'll have to go back and, and take a look. I I can't recall one, which one it was specifically, but it was one of the one of the morning shows. One of the morning shows, and and what's interesting is anytime like anytime we key in the serious report or. Or hang with Harley, like those are like instant, like nope, <laughs> this this isn't gonna happen. So uh, so again, just getting back to, uh, and I know that there's a lot of, of uh, speculation that's occurring with this 
you know, emergency uh, broadcast uh, that the president's going to be doing to. Oh, you know, God. Not, ain't, ain't crap going to happen. Like, oh, that's it. That That's his cue. He's going to arrest everybody. Yeah. Ain't crap going to happen. All right. September 3rd will come and go. You'll get an alert saying this is a test. That's it. It's a stupid program that's been at work since the Obama administration, and they're finally rolling it out. Who cares? Um, that's not going to stop the conspirators. Oh, this is it. The mass arrests are going to start right now. It's going to start right now. I hope it does. I hope it does. But you know what? It's you know knowing the the way things are right now and the track record of things going, it ain't jack going to happen. Go ahead, Siege. No, no. I was just going to say, you know, there's, you know, again, you see a lot of speculation, things that are occurring there, but um, we'll definitely see. I think that uh, the the narrative with this Kavanaugh, with this accused person that, you know, 30 some odd years ago, something happened, that's completely fallen apart. Uh, so I think he will get probably confirmed uh, next week. I think Monday's the, the date that she's supposed to publicly come out and, uh, and uh, you know, provide testimony, you know, tell her side of the story. Apparently she's not ready to do that. And um, they're, they're questioning you know her her truth but yeah just 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 this entire thing but the, the problem is is that the the republicans allow the democrats to, to play this to play this game right we they they tolerate it and the reason why that uh the maxine waters the democrats the reason why these people continue to do this stuff is because b they've never had a swift kick in the ass and that's what they need right that's what they need is a is a good swift kick in the ass to say straighten up and stop doing this shit. That's I think that's what we're waiting for. Is just that to you know to get them to wake up to the reality that the the American people uh, are supposed to be controlling, are supposed to be influencing uh, the government, and not these uh, individuals on their their thoughts on how they want to manage and, and control the government, and narrowing it down to the supreme the Supreme Court, which is just completely absurd. The amount of politics that's being played right now uh, with with uh, his uh, confirmation. Yep. Yep. Exactly, man. And uh, yeah, I mean that that right there is uh, is what's going on. Now, Kavanaugh is. Uh, I, I I don't know if he'll he'll even be. I don't know how his nomination is even going. I don't even I don't even think it's going to work. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, with that being said, Siege, we're at the end of the program, um, and we'll uh, take it from there. And again, folks, subscribe, like, share, comment. Spread the love, spread the word, make it all happen for all of us over here at Rogue as um, as we fight, as we put our bodies into the gears of this machinery in order to stop the madness. With that being said, we're over and we're out. Take it away, CJ.